Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Movement. You can shop Movement's biggest sale of the year right now at movement.com and use code HOLIDAY19 at checkout. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Inside Gaming for Monday. Hey, it's Clap, it's clap. Monday. Guys, you're gonna be more excited, come on. You know what, okay, you come know, we're I, have, I have something that can rev us all up. You know what we're clapping for today? What? Microtransactions. <laughs> the internet. You've heard of it. Some of you may have. And now in 2019 <laughs> through 2020, people might be panicking about something that probably isn't as bad as they originally thought. Oh, shocking. What? Yeah, but seriously, uh, to cut straight to the news and give you the hard-hitting truth in the very elaborate rumors, according to CD Projekt Red's Q3 2019 earnings call, sounds like Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer component will be monetized in some way. Oh! Oh, I, Lord! I hate- You got I the hate, vapors. You might need the fighting couch for this one. <laughs> it's not- Fully confirmed. Autumn? Yes, Patrick. What is everyone, everyone yelling, yelling about? about? Well, let's get to the exact quote. So everyone's freaking out about this thing that CD Projekt Red CEO said in response to a question about multiplayer. He said, as far as the monetization of multiplayer for Cyberpunk is concerned, we believe right now it's definitely too early to share any details on that or give guidance. The project is at a relatively early stage. Hmm. We keep experimenting. That's our first multiplayer game. We check various options and possibilities, and it's definitely not the time to point you to a specific direction on that. Of course, you can expect that we won't change your general policy towards deals with gamers. So mm. I expect wise monetization and always value for uh, money. Yes, who can forget the classic Native American deals with gamers? It sounds like there probably will be microtransactions of some kind in Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer component, but that it'll be wise and have value for money. And even then it's totally not confirmed. Uh, yeah, so let's run on the assumption that it is happening. First up, it doesn't sound like it will hit single player at all. Pretty much just like in Red Dead Redemption 2. CD Projekt said that the multiplayer component of Cyberpunk 2077, which is coming after the single player is already released, will check those possibilities. Mm, that's right, you can lower your pitchforks for mm. now. Your trip to Night City hasn't been fully Ubisofted. You're not about to be advertised the ability to purchase cyber parts instead of having to rummage through cyber buildings to cyber collect them or whatever. Cyber transactions. Yeah. Love them. Yeah, but only after you've unlocked more of the map by climbing a tower and surveying your surrounding. <sighs> Thanks to the help of a cyber eagle. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. But to another point, despite some of the public responses, we think it's also worth noting that Cyberpunk 2077, having multiplayer in the first place, isn't much reason to panic. Autumn, you listened to the entire earnings call, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So with my insider knowledge, I can uh, give you a little bit of insight. Another part of the earnings call, CD Projekt Red told investors that Cyberpunk 2077's multiplayer component is much smaller than the single player campaign, and they're only just started to work on it. Plus, the company said the multiplayer isn't even going to be released until a bunch of free DLC and single player content is out in the wild, so. Yeah, some since deleted tweets from CD Projekt Red's Twitter account that were originally posted back in September said, until now the only thing we said about multi was that it was in R&D, and we're getting closer to launching single player Cyberpunk 2077 in April 2020. We'd like to confirm that multiplayer is in the works. The plan for now is to deliver Cyberpunk 2077 in April, then follow up with DLCs, free, and single player content. And once we're done, invite you in for some multiplayer action. Yeah, if any of you are looking for some multiplayer action, Zach's personal phone number is Whoa! That last part leads us to believe that no, the single player experience won't be hurt by tacked on multiplayer. Plus, they've been making the campaign for years and years at this point, yeah. so yeah, we gotta feel good about that. Yeah, seriously, the original trailer with the sexy cyber lady, ooh, so nice. <laughs> so hot. Yeah, that came out in 2013. So that's so long ago in video game releases that it's basically the 90s. I love my waifus to have knife arms. Only 90s kids will remember getting J.O'd by some knife-handed woman. We're half expecting it to come out with a giant bird dog or whatever that has really stubborn, confusing AI. 
guy. Shout out to The Last Guardian. We love you, Trico. But seriously, outside of acknowledging that Cyberpunk's multiplayer is shorter and only just being worked on now, even though the game launches in April next year, CD Projekt Red had very little to say. The fact that they brought up monetization at all does make sense, though. Remember, an earnings call is a call. The company has about their finances with investors. They aren't meant to fill in gamers or even games media, all about how profitable the company is. Yeah, and obviously your investors want to know about that hot, hot multiplayer monetization, but where do you want to go if you want some hot, hot multiplayer arm time-telling action, Autumn? Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Movement. Uh, so Black Friday is almost here. We're all excited about that. And so is Movement Watch's biggest sale of the year. For a limited time only, every single thing at movement.com is on sale, and I do mean every single thing. There's hundreds of premium watches, blue light glasses, sunnies, or sunglasses as we like to call them here in America, and jewelry styles with a fresh new discount just in time for the holidays and all of your gifting needs. Cause I know you are procrastinating. I am too, it is stressful. You know, you can just online shop at Movement and all of your gifting needs will be done. So even though I'm a big fan of this watch, um, I would also consider gifting this to like a ton of my family members. I feel like my dad would be a big fan of this watch. My brother would probably like this watch as well. I really like the color black. I think it's a good thing to gift to people. It goes with everything. Um, I've received a fair amount of compliments on this watch. People are a big fan of the minimalistic style of it. Um, I like that a lot too, the black on red. Big fan. Uh, movement watches are designed in-house. They're super sleek, clean, and they won't break your bank. Uh, movement watches are an affordable option. Clean design, minimal, quality product, as I just said. Movement has sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. I didn't even know that was that many countries. I'm just kidding. I'm not that stupid. Uh, shop their biggest sale of the year right now at movement.com and use code HOLIDAY19 at checkout and get free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com. That's MVMT.com, code HOLIDAY19. Again, go to MVMT.com, movement.com. Join the movement. CD Projekt Red still said to go back to that original quote. Of course, you can expect that we won't change our general policy towards deals with gamers. There so I is. expect wise monetization and always value for money, uh, which honestly is like a really bold, honest thing to say to investors. You're generally supposed to want them to be certain you're going to be raking in bucket loads of cash that will keep giving you more cash to get more cash back. So CD Projekt Red choosing to tell investors directly that they want to ensure gamers get more value for their money is actually sort of a win. The company did also talk to GameSpot at PAX Australia about microtransactions last month saying, I think it's a bad idea to do microtransactions after you release a game. Seems like it's very profitable though. It's probably a hard decision for the guy that runs the business to decide if we should do it or not. But if everyone hates it, why would we do something like that and lose the goodwill of our customers? Hmm. That's fair. Shocking coming from <laughs> the developer shocking, though. Yes. Basically what he's saying there is that when the multiplayer comes out, it's probably going to have microtransactions or monetization from the get-go. They don't seem to like the idea of adding them later down the line. So, you know, just rip the band-aid off and get right into those transactions, please. Which, yeah, fair. Don't charge me for something I've already spent a lot of time supporting. We hear you, people who actually stuck with Fallout 76. You poor, wretched souls. What are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> Come on, you don't need to do there's, this to There's help available. Like, What's going on in your life that you feel the need to stick to this? We're here. Call now. So what do we think these hypothetical, wise monetization options will be? Autumn, you got any takes? It'd be a weird fit for Cyberpunk if they were purely cosmetic, like so many other multiplayer games on the market since right 
now it's first person only. You can't look at your cyber dolly running around. So what would the point of that be really? Can you look down at your cyber shoes? I don't know if you can look down at your cyber shoes. That's a good question. Can you see your big cyber hog? <laughs> In the mirror, you can. That said, considering the amount of people who complain that the single player campaign has aesthetic customization options at all when you can't see your character, it leads us to believe one of the following is true. Either the multiplayer mode will include third person or the monetization won't be related to cosmetics. It is worth noting we've had one anonymous source from CD Projekt Red tell us that the reason third person was cut from Cyberpunk 2077 was because it was taking them too long to implement and optimize. They had to relegate themselves back to that first person shot because they were lazy. That was yeah. Now I just can't buy the game. <gasps> yeah, I, I can't do it anymore. I was under the impression there would be a dedicated button to look down at your cyber dog. Which means that it's absolutely possible that it'll be included in the game as one of their free DLC packs, just like first person was added to GTA 5 years after its launch. Now, obviously that's speculation on our part and everyone else's parts for this, really, but don't have much to go off of. Journalism. So, why did we say it? What we, are we doing here? <laughs> the one thing we do think we can rule out though is some Redditors were guessing that this multiplayer mode might be co-op, something like Dark Souls or Death Stranding or even another card game rather than any kind of traditional multiplayer. But because CD Projekt Red said that's our first multiplayer game when referring to Cyberpunk's multiplayer mode, which to be fair is an odd thing to say due to language differences, it still sounds to us like this is a full multiplayer mode and they don't consider Gwent to be true multiplayer. Autumn, you got some Gwent facts to throw at us? I love Gwent. I play it every night and then I wake up at five in the morning and I play more Gwent. Gwent is still a good indicator of how CD Projekt Red might implement microtransactions though. It definitely has them even though it is free to play. And the Reddit community for Gwent does seem to feel really positively about their presence in the game. Reddit user Cravo said, Gwent is the cheapest card game. You can get cards playing F2P way faster than in any other game. No complaints over it. Another Reddit user, Mikkel, said that Gwent had one of the best microtransaction slash card acquisition models in a CCG. You get to pick the rarest card in your pack from three choices, so you almost always get something useful or desirable. Cards are cheap to craft and rewards are plentiful. And one final Reddit user, an evergreen source for us, someone we return to time and time again, <laughs> Chugging Dad's Come. <laughs> said, <laughs> let's shut it down. It's, we're not gonna do any better than that. They said, Gwent is probably the least play to win card game that exists at the moment. Or at least it was when I played it admittedly over a year ago. Come on, Chugging Dads, come. It's too busy Chugging, chugging Dads, dads come. <laughs> it's very easy to accumulate cards without paying a cent in that game. You could consistently get a pack every day if you played one to two hours. I guess that's all the time he has in between Chugging Dads, come. <laughs> I never felt like I needed to spend money to compete. Unlike Hearthstone, which felt almost impossible to play without dropping money. I'll be honest, we included that last quote because Alana wanted an excuse to make us say the username chugging dads come on this very serious gaming news outlet. Moving on. Yeah, basically, while any mention of the word that starts with an M and ends with ICRO transactions makes us nervous, we don't have reason to believe that CD Projekt Red will screw this monetization up. Doesn't seem like we're going to have another Battlefront 2 on our hands. Sorry, what word are you talking about? Starts with an M. Fire truck. It's honestly a lot easier to make assumptions about the DLC parts than the straight multiplayer part of Cyberpunk 2077 because CD Projekt Red has made DLC DLC before. A lot of it at that. What, 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 that terrible. Oh, I gotta get way better at these tosses. It's all right, we'll get there. We're we'll all get learning. There. Autumn, read oh Autumn, <laughs> tell me about DLC. Please don't startle me when you toss to me. Hey, oh! All right, all right, all right. So The Witcher 3, yeah, had 16 free DLC packs. That is a load of DLC. It included armor, beards, and hairstyles, some animations, new quests and contracts, new game plus, and more. And there are also two paid expansions, which added new areas and story content and are pretty much beloved. Yeah. I love any, like, new hair I can 
put on my man because mm -hmm. it blows in the wind constantly and I want to see more hair action. All in all, good DLC and a lot of cosmetic stuff that was completely free. Ooh, crazy. Yeah, no microtransaction horse armor in our Witcher games, folks. Basically, we're hopefully optimistic that this won't be an obtrusive nightmare. Yeah, we did get some more bits of news about that earnings call though, Autumn. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like CD Projekt Red is spending a lot of money to make sure Cyberpunk 2077 actually hits its April 16th, 2020 release date and the game is in its final stages of development. Good, I guess, like probably try to hit that. They also said they're not at all worried about releasing close to the recently announced Half-Life Alex. Yeah, they yeah. said that bringing Cyberpunk 2077 and next-gen consoles, PS5 and Project Scarlet, quote, seems doable. I, I, would I have a so. lot of confidence in that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I think we can do that. We figure it out. Don't worry, <laughs> stupid American. Never mind. it's okay. It's all good. And that The Witch 3 is still selling really well <laughs> thanks to its recent release on Nintendo Switch. Uh, but that about sums it up. The internet is once again panicked as the internet is wont to do. But hey, that's what we're here for. I feel like we incite a fair amount of panic, so I don't know if that's necessarily Good. a fair thing to say. No, we're the is... war of the world. No. We are definitely shouting fire in like many theaters. <laughs> if we're not constantly gaslighting <laughs> gamer community. Start stockpiling water. We need freeze-dried food. <laughs> Microtransactions are coming for you. 